Jay Garvin Show. Home and Mortgage Talk. Saturdays at 8 a.m., Sunday mornings at 11, here on KRDO News Radio, 105.5 FM, 1240 AM, and 92.5 FM. Now, here's your host, Jay Garvins. This segment is brought to you by Empire Title, Bill McAfee, your best of the best Colorado Springs gold winner. Jay Garvin's here, host of the Jay Garvin Show, and there should be a law or an ordinance against being this fired up, because I'm excited to be with you. We are trudging, trudging, tracking, rolling into the third week of August. Kids are back to school. Celebration on the uh, home front freeway there. My wife has got some peace and quiet during the day. We've got a great show planned for you. Matt and I, he's got all of his sound effects. He's got the window open. The breeze is blowing. It's soon to be the end of summer Saturday where things cool down. I finally turned down my air conditioner. And if you're hearing my voice for the very first time, you've just met a friend. I'm Jay, and you can call me at 330-1457, spending this hour here with you and also Matt in the studio. I have war ruts. In the floor here in the uh, KRDO studio here in 8th Street, just this last Thursday I was on the air with Renee Roberts and the Extra. If you are out and about this weekend, the Expo, which is up in Academy, the Expo Center, there's a Women's Expo going on all day, literally as I speak. It's getting rolling at about uh, 10 o'clock. I think it goes from 10 to 6 up there by Citadel Mall, just a little bit north and east and Caradio is going to have a spot, the Jay Garvin Show and Churchill Mortgage. So, like I mentioned, you can call me at 330-1457 if you've got your hands on the wheel at 10 and 2 and can't take them off. Just remember, ChurchillColorado.com. 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 You go and check it out. I just had an amazing investment property class this last week on the 15th. We literally... Had it packed out at 20 people. I told more than seven people that were repeat attendees, please save the night, relax, don't come. I had 20 brand new faces. It was exciting, electric. Everybody was there excited. So make sure you go on to my website, ChurchillColorado.com. Not only do I host this show, but I own and manage Churchill Mortgage here in the state of Colorado. ChurchillColorado.com. Pull down the tab for classes and events, and sign up for September's class coming up on your home, your mortgage, and your retirement. Like I said, that's in September. I always do it the third Tuesday of the month. This September, it's going to be the 19th, Tuesday the 19th at 6.30 p.m. Your home, your mortgage, your retirement. So, without further ado, I've been talking about this subject all week. It is not that exciting. It's always up and down like the weather in Colorado. But today's radio show is titled Increasing Interest Rates. When will they come and how will it affect you? So, interest rates can be boring. But we actually had a very exciting show with Renee Roberts talking about not only interest rates, because interestingly enough, this week 
for the first time since November and the election, interest rates have been the lowest that they've been since Donald Trump was elected. And now interest rates again are down to 4% even on a 30-year fix, no origination, no discount points, and 3.5% on a government loan. And I told Renee, which blew her mind, but it is true, hey, Jay, where do you think rates are going to go and what's the probability? And I said it's very simple. There's a 90% chance that rates are going to go up in the next year, and there's a 10% chance that they are going to stay the same or go lower. And that blew her away, and I'm in the industry every day, and most people don't get it. If we're at a historically low rate, I mean, the lowest rates have ever been is 3.625. So we're less than a half a point off of the all-time historical low. It hit in 2012, and then literally it hit last summer on July 4th when the Brexit was announced in England. And when I bought my first house in 1996, interest rates were 7.5%. So you do the math. In uh, 1998 and 1999, Interest rates actually went up to 8.5% to 8.75% on a 30-year fixed loan. Now, we've never experienced them like they were in 1978, 1979, 80, 81, when you literally had interest rates that were fluctuating between 12 and 18%. But we are going to experience a reality in the increase of interest rates. And I am telling you, even though the 10-year mortgage-backed security acts independently of the prime interest rate, which the Federal Reserve and Janet Yellen play with and fluctuate now several times in the last nine months, three times, last December and then in March and then again in June, and they are predicting there's going to be a fourth increase either in September or more likely again in December. Those prime interest rate increases do not directly but actually indirectly affect the 10-year mortgage interest rates. In fact, mortgage rates respond quickly to market forces like employment, durable goods, export, import, unemployment, things like that. And this isn't stuff that you just kind of throw tea leaves in a glass and try to read them for results. You actually have to study this stuff, see trends, and that's what I've done. In fact, I'm actually a little bit sad. If you could see me right now, i got a sad face. I could sound a little sad. I'm a little sad because my partner in crime, Bill McAfee, is not in this week. He's a little bit under the weather, and usually I do the economic update to talk about some of the market forces that affect mortgage-backed securities. But I must push on. As your home mortgage Jedi, I am the informed mortgage professional for you. And even if Yoda, my master, my trainer, my mentor, much to learn, you still have not here. I will push forward as your home mortgage warrior for you. And what I'm finding is that as the mortgage-backed securities are maintaining at a constant rate and even dipping down now the 10-year mortgage-backed securities and treasury rates, the interest rate at the prime level is going up gradually. And the more that we have movement the more we are going to see an effect, not only on the economy, but the overall interest rates for fixed mortgages. And that's what I'm going to talk about today. I'm also going to talk about, hey, when the prime interest rate increases, even though it's not directly tied to the mortgage-backed security and the mortgage-fixed interest rates, 
What are several or seven different ways that an increasing prime interest rate can and will affect you? So stick around. During the break, go to ChurchillColorado.com. Please, if you are ready for your next refinance or purchase transaction, click on the button on the right-hand side and put in your information. Say, I'm looking for a refinance, and this is the question that I have. Click send, and I personally or one of my staff will call you, and we can get things started before interest rates increase. Stay tuned. Be back right after the break. Jay Garvin Show, Home and Mortgage Talk. We're back with the founder of Garvin's Group of Churchill Mortgage. Here's Jay Garvin's. This segment is brought to you by Academy Art and Frame Company. Well, thanks for sticking around. My name is Jay. You're listening to the Jay Garvin Show right here on Cario News Radio. I am talking today about increasing interest rates. When will they increase, and how will it affect you? And this is a very important class and very important show because this one is one of the shows that I get the most response out of because it affects you the most. We've had interest rates as of late actually come down to their lowest points in more than 10 months since the election of Donald Trump. And I was with one of the uh, radio hosts here, Renee Roberts, on the Extra this last Thursday, and she said, Jay, What are some of the reasons that this is happening? And I said, you know what, Renee, there is no major upward movement in the market creating strength. And when the market increases, money pulls out of the bond market, goes into the stock market. When money comes out of the bond market, you have to make it more attractive, thus increasing the yield, encouraging people to invest and come back into it. And thus, when the stock market increases in value, the bond market usually increases both in earnings for investors and the cost of lending or borrowing on the consumer side. We don't have any robust inflation reporting. We don't have any robust employment reporting. Actually, the overall amount of real estate construction in July in the first part of August here has fallen nationwide because multifamily and apartment construction is down. We don't have an increase, a robust, durable goods number. We don't have strong export, nothing. So what is the reason? And the reason is this. Because purchase volume is starting to decline, that means purchase mortgage volume is declining. And when you take very large companies like Wells Fargo, Chase, Quicken Loans, all of these companies that literally have thousands of people. Understand in Des Moines, Iowa, there's over 30,000 people who work for Wells Fargo, most of them in the mortgage division. So you have hundreds and even thousands of underwriters nationwide. And when those individuals are idle, that's money that is lost for Wells Fargo or whatever large institution like Quicken Loans or Franklin American or whatever. So every single bank and an entire industry has the ability to start to close the gap 
on their cost of goods, acquiring a mortgage, and the profit margin of selling it. And that's what we're seeing, kind of the end-of-summer push, where an underwriter who is occupied is much more resourceful than an underwriter who is idle, because it's very difficult to bring on and train new people, and it's also difficult to fire and lay them off, and it's much easier to cut your profit margins and keep your people engaged rather than have them idle. That changes the entire culture and demographic of a mortgage operations room. So basically what you have is the equivalency, in my opinion, of retailers around the holidays. As soon as they do all the Black Fridays or whatever, days after holidays to go shopping, then they plummet the prices to get all of the inventory off of their shelves Take what profit they can just to clean things out. And that's what happens when the mortgage industry slows down a little bit. It's good for you, the consumer, because profit margins tighten and you benefit. But it's usually the calm before the storm. And that's what's very, very important. I do want to talk to you about this. Before we go into it, I... There it is. We got the knock on the door. I do want to talk to you about some of the items that are coming up in housekeeping. Housekeeping. Housekeeping is very important. I've already talked to you several times about the uh, interest rates. We do have them at 4% on a conventional loan, no origination and no discount fee, 4%. That means that you can get a $250,000 mortgage for about $2,500 in total closing costs to include the appraisal, title fees, underwriting, credit polls, filing with the deeds, all of that. And then you have that competitive rate at 4% for a conventional loan, and you have the same approximate closing costs minus the funding fees for government loans. And those mortgages right now are at about 3.5% on a 30-year fixed. If you go to a conventional 15-year fixed, you're down to 3.5%. If you go down to a 10-year fixed mortgage, you're down to 2.8%. So these are exceptionally low interest rates right now. It's a great time at the end of summer now that your kids are back in school for you to take a look at your home equity. I wish that Bill McAfee doing an economic update was in here, but I will tell you the median home value as read in the uh, Gazette is still $285,000 in just five years from 2012. That's increased from $180,000 to two eighty five. Now, I'm telling you that's $100,000 in the median increase in your home value. That means if you have any mortgage out there with private mortgage insurance, you need to drop, stop, well, stop before you drop, because if you drop and then you stop, you're going to skid. And roll, because that's like 100 to $225 a month in private mortgage insurance that you're paying simply because your bank says you do not have equity in your house. And I guarantee you, if you're in Colorado Springs, you have equity in your house. If you bought a house for $175,000 in 2003, it literally is worth $250,000. You have 75 grand of additional equity just in the last 4 to 7 years. And in doing that, you can eliminate your private mortgage insurance. Understand if you have an FHA loan, some FHA loan products during the great recession have private mortgage insurance, mortgage insurance premium that will never drop off. Your best case scenario with FHA is 11 years, and that's just a bad deal. So you call me at 330-1457. If you or any of your adult children, your neighbors, your brothers, your coworkers, anybody has private mortgage insurance. And then secondly, if you are a Dave Ramsey follower, 
I've got the steps here, the steps to financial peace. Step number two is debt elimination. Step number three is get three to six months of reserve. And, of course, step number six is pay your house off early. I literally have helped more than a dozen people so far this year eliminate all their unsecured debt from the equity of their house, help them get two to four months, complete out their entire reserve that's intelligent to have, and then switch their loan to a 15-year mortgage and jump 10 years ahead all in one transaction. So if you have any unsecured debt at all, credit cards, installment loans, there are some cases when I would say put in a student loan, not all cases. Government loans I would not recommend, but the private higher interest rates, 6% private industry student loans and grants and whatever you call them, that could be something to put in there. Now lastly, I want to touch base on the classes. Here in the housekeeping segment I shared with you earlier in the show that I just did a class this last week, the 15th, Tuesday, 6.30 p.m., the 15th of August, on my investment property ownership class. More than 20 people came. It was packed out. It was just an incredible buzz in the room. So go to churchillcolorado.com during the break here. The next break, when you get home, go to churchillcolorado.com, pull down the classes and the events tab. Sign up for my class in September. That's September 19th, Tuesday, September 19th, for your home, your mortgage, and your retirement. So with that being said, I want to jump right back into the show the last three or four minutes of this segment and talk about interest rates. When will they increase and how will it affect you? So when do I actually think interest rates will increase? I think interest rates will increase when we have a stabilized economy that is producing jobs and starting to produce inflation in excess of 2%. Now, that could come this fall. That could come next fall. But as soon as we start to have some stability in inflation, which we don't, inflation has fallen a little bit short of the Federal Reserve and Janet Yellen's projections and desired level. But we do have sufficient job creation, especially in Colorado and more specifically right here in the front range. And when that happens, Janet Yellen and the Federal Reserve are going to start the normalization process with $4.5 trillion of mortgage-backed securities printed from the quantitative easing days, and they're going to start to drip, drain an extra 15, 20, 30 billion dollars of bonds every month in the sales, and that's going to start to dilute the actual bond market in order to make it more attractive. They're going to have to do what? Increase the yield to make those extra bonds thrown out into the economy more attractive, and that means forget the prime interest rate and whatever they're doing there, when they start to do the normalization process with mortgage-backed securities, you're naturally going to start to build an increasing treasury rate environment. And the 10-year treasury is not exclusively, but the primary determiner of what your 30-year, 15-year, 10-year mortgage interest rates are. So stick around. After the break, I'm going to get into the details of what are the seven different ways that an increased prime interest rate can affect you. Take the time during the break to go to churchillcolorado.com. If you have not started your purchase or refinance transaction or you have an issue with the individual that you have started it with, call me at 330-1457. I would be honored to sit down with you and help you through the refinance or purchase mortgage process, or you can go to Churchill. 
Colorado.com. And while you're there, put your information on the right-hand side, click your question down in the bottom, and send it over to me. I'll be back right after these important messages during the break. And I want to start sharing with you guys that after the NFL season starts in September, we are going to have an additional time at 7 p.m. on Mondays that my show is going to air. That is 7 p.m. on Monday, starting in September, you will be able to hear the broadcast of my show. Be back after these important messages. The Jay Garvin Show, Home and Mortgage Talk. We're back with your home mortgage Jedi and founder of Garvin's Group of Churchill Mortgage, Jay Garvin's. Hey, where's the meat? Well, thanks for sticking with me. I am Jay. We're right in the middle of an exciting show about interest rates and increasing interest rates. Before I get down to the details of why specifically I see the interest rates increasing, I want to talk about prime interest rates because interest rates on your mortgage and interest rates in the prime rate sense are very, very different. If you want to ask a question about this, call me at 330-1457. If you want to get your refinance started, individuals like, hey, you, Jeff Voss, haven't talked to you driving a truck in years. You got an FHA loan. It's time that we get that refinance done. I can help you check your credit. If you're just floating around here on Saturday, go over to the uh, Women's Expo that is sponsored by KRDO. I'm going to have a booth there, the Jay Garvin Show, right after here. I'm going to head over there, and KRDO and Churchill Mortgage is going to have one that's up on the east side of town, northeast of the uh, Citadel Mall. And also, if you're listening, remember, after the football season starts in September, there's going to be an additional airing of my show, the Jay Garvin Show, Home and Mortgage Talk, on 7 p.m. at 7 p.m. on Monday night. So I want you to be aware of that. And as I go into the meet here, let's talk first about the prime interest rate. How does it differ than the 30-year or the 10-year, 15-year fixed mortgage rate? First of all, as I'll share, mortgage rates respond to market forces and not the prime interest rate. See, the prime interest rate is really the rate set by the Federal Reserve that banks can actually borrow money from and then turn for a profit and then borrow it or lend it. I get that wrong. I'll get some grammatical radio listener calling me on that one out to the consumer. So here's an example. The LIBOR, the London indexed, is another way that lending is adjusted on a variable rate, and that is going away. That's a whole separate radio show, but on the prime interest rate over the last nine months alone, we had not increased the prime interest rate for more than eight years. In fact, it had been decreased almost a dozen times from the point that it was 6%, literally, all the way down to zero, period. I had a uh, 
debate with a friend of mine in 2009. His name was Gary, very senior financial planner, and we were in a men's Bible study. I said, hey, Gary, and no, I think it was a prayer breakfast. And I said, hey, guys, you're going to see prime interest rate go down to zero when it was about 2.5% and falling. And they said, you are crazy. And certainly enough, by like 2012, that's what it was. In fact, in Europe and also in Japan, they've actually went to a negative prime interest rate, which means if you keep your money in the bank, you not only don't earn interest, the bank actually charges you money for parking your funds in their institution. But optimistically enough, last year, actually 2015, in December of 2015, they increased the interest rate a quarter of 1% for the first time in over eight years at the time. Then this last March in 2000, and no, let me stand corrected. It was December of 2016 when they first increased it a quarter of 1%. Then they increased it again this March of 2017, a quarter of 1%. And then again in June, for the third time in nine months, they increased it another quarter of 1%. So now prime interest rate is at 0.75. Countries like Germany or the euro, I should say, or Japan, they don't have any increases in their prime rate whatsoever. They do not have the strength in their economy, and it's a great reflection of the United States that we have that. But now that these increases are coming down the pike, and there's one more increase either in September or predictably, I say, in December, what does this mean to you, the consumer, right here in the Pike Peak region? Well, first of all, it's amazing that employment is affected by an increased prime interest rate. As I read, and I'll get into more in the final segment, the most common reason for monetary manipulation, quantitative easing, increase in a prime rate, decrease in a prime rate, mortgage-backed security, 10-year treasury, all that stuff, the most common purpose to manipulate any of these monetary markets is for the preservation of jobs. Any economy and any country, as we're seeing in Venezuela, lives or dies on jobs and the productivity of its citizens, period. So employment is affected inversely by the increase of the prime interest rate. In fact, Alan Greenspan, if you remember, in 1999 started increasing the prime interest rate from 6 to 6.5 to 7 to 8, saying that we need to slow down the economy. It's moving too fast. So as you increase prime interest rate, one of its tools is to slow down the economy. In slowing down the economy, it puts more expense on borrowing money, therefore putting more expense on business. When you put more expense on business, it will actually decrease the amount of money that they have for employees. Employee raises slow down, hiring slows down, and even sometimes if you increase prime too fast, companies will actually eliminate employees to balance their books, period. That and your inventory are really the only two things that you can eliminate. That's why you see like Applebee's is closing like 300 restaurants. They're doing that because you either have to eliminate inventory, employees, or overhead, which is both. So when the prime interest rate increases, that means employment and job stability will decrease. Number two, this is interesting. When you 
increase the prime interest rate, there is proof that shows that groceries and commodities at the market and grocery stores actually slows the price increase because it's more expensive to obtain money. So basically what happens is prices move slower or go down at the grocery store when prime interest rate goes up. It's crazy. I needed to read it three times to even understand that. And number three, credit cards, credit cards, credit cards. This is incredible. This hurts you and me the most. As soon as prime interest rate goes up, literally the very next month, if you have $10,000 on a credit card, your monthly payment's going to go up hundreds of dollars. We have people that have had an interest rate increase on their credit cards of three-quarters of 1%. So there's a direct relation. If prime interest rate goes up, that's what credit cards are tied to directly to variable interest rates with prime. And the sad thing is, is $8,300 is the average that every family in America has on a credit card right now. And it's actually scary because during the Great Recession, the average debt on a credit card went all the way down to six grand per family. And now that we have recovery and money has been cheap and people are feeling a little bit more confident on the tail end of this Great Recession, credit card debt is going up beyond a trillion dollars. And it is scary. It's now starting to equal that of school debt, which was an uncontrollable monster and still has been coming out of the Great Recession. Now, Oh, wow. The fourth thing affected by the increase of prime interest rate is CDs. A lot of people don't even know what that is. You had the CDs that you put in your stereo, but how about the certificate of deposits? People that are less than 40 years old don't even know what these are. These are actual certificate of deposits that you used to earn like 5% interest if you had a CD for like one year or two years. Now it's like 0.5%, and that's like a celebration. But if you have the increase in prime interest rate, it's great for people that are earning income, retired, want conservative investments like certificate of deposits, annuities, and stuff like that. Now, number five, auto debt. Hey, all of the banks and most of the credit unions have their automobile loans tied directly to the prime interest rate. That means if you're buying a new car, it is going to be more expensive this year than it was last year with interest rates because prime interest rate is geared directly towards these variable products in credit cards, installment loans, automobile loans, and home equity lines of credit, which I'll come to in a second. But number six, mortgage interest rates, like I told you, they respond to market forces more directly than they do with the prime interest rate. So when you see the prime interest rate climb, unless you've got a variable 30, 15-year mortgage on a one, three, or five-year arm, you don't have any direct tie at all. And tell me, please, you do not have a variable mortgage. If you have a variable mortgage on your house, on your condo, your townhome, your second home, whatever it is, please, you need to call me immediately at 330-1457 because that's just lunacy. Because we have the lowest rates in the history of our country, and the only time there's a justifiable reason for variable rates is like in 1980s or in 1999 when rates were 8%, 10%.
And if you're selling your house in the next 12 or 24 months, that's fine. But you never know that. And if you're backed up into a corner with this product and you can't sell your house, then you're going to be just like the renters out there, forced to have an adjustment every time your mortgage corrects, just like every time you renew a lease. And then finally, number seven, ways that an increase in prime interest rate affects you is your home equity line of credit. Directly tied, when the federal prime rate increases, your home equity line of credit will increase. And if you've got a home equity line of credit because you helped your child go to school and paid for it that way, or you put a down payment on an investment property, or you did improvements to your house or whatever, you want to make sure that you go to Churchill, Colorado today and say, Jay, I want to set an appointment to see what my options are in an increasing rate environment. So those are the seven ways that prime interest rate can affect you. There's many, many more, but those are the seven most common. And what I want to share with you is before we get into the segment, what are the big takeaways about this show and how increasing interest rates will affect you? First and foremost, and this is what I want to spend the rest of the show on, is this. If you're inoculated, you do not have to worry about the virus that surrounds you. And the same thing is true with eliminating debt and the interest rate. The best way to solve this whole conversation is just to flush it down the toilet. Easier said than done. It's very, very simple. You follow Dave Ramsey's seven baby steps. Here you go. You get $1,000 in an emergency fund. You pay off all your debt with the debt snowball, period. You get three to six months of expenses and savings. You invest 15% of your income on Roth IRAs and pre-tax retirement plans. You then go ahead and think about your kids' college funding. You pay off your home early, and then you build wealth and give. So don't go anywhere. In the last segment, I'm going to talk about how you can focus on getting rid of all your debt in a structured plan and eliminate these stupid conversations of variable interest and have the increasing interest rates work for you with compounding interest instead of the fear of them working against you in your overwhelming debt. Go to Churchill, Colorado during the break and send me your questions and get your next refinance or purchase mortgage started with me personally, Jay Garvin's, today. When I get old and losing my head, many years from now, The Jay Garvin Show, Home and Mortgage Talk. We're back with the founder of Garvin's Group of Churchill Mortgage. Here's Jay Garvin's. We want to pop you up. Thanks for sticking with me. I am Jay. You're listening to the Jay Garvin Show right here on KRDO. And I've been telling people all hour, and I will for the next three weeks, that come the beginning of September, the start of the NFL season, we are going to be airing my show on Monday nights at 7 p.m. So that's going to be a very first in the five years I've aired this show. It's going to be 7 p.m. 
We're also sometime in September going to go to some Facebook live where we got cameras and stuff in here, but... What are you talking about, Willis? That's stupid, because I've got a face for radio, but you guys will just have to tune in. But for the rest of you, today's show has been increasing interest rates. When will they come, and how will it affect you? How will it affect you? When it comes, for every half a percent increase in interest rate on a 30-year fixed mortgage, it will feel like you are buying $50,000 less of house. And here's some general guidelines that Dave Ramsey kicks out there. If you take your income and times it by four, and the median income in Colorado Springs is just over 50 grand for the simplicity of math, let's say 50 grand times four is 200,000. So if you have a $50,000 a year income or $100,000 per household, that means that if you're single, you can afford $200,000 house by the standards of a conservative financier, or you can have a combined maximum of $400,000. Now, if you go ahead and take the interest rate from 4% to 4.5% interest, you've just eliminated $50,000 of buying power on a stereotypical $250,000 to $285,000 mortgage. And that's where we are right now, the median home. In Colorado Springs, is $285,000, so if you have the median income in El Paso County, just over 50000 that means the median income right now cannot even afford the median house. And that's how it will affect you. And the only thing that you can do to offset your monthly living expense is to eliminate what we refer to in the industry as your back-end ratio. Now, what your back-end ratio means is on top of your mortgage or your rental payment, your living expense, do you have any unsecured debt? That's debt that's not secured to a household. Some people can say, well, my automobile loan and my mobile home, that's secured debt. Well, not so much because that can be driven away and taken to Mexico and you can disappear and they can't repossess a mobile home or a car in Mexico. So... True unsecured debt is like a cash loan, getting a uh, vacation or frivolous bill consolidation. But all of your expenses reported on your credit report, student loans, car loans, installment loans, consolidation loans, TV loans, pet loans, fish loans, anything that you got that you're getting a loan on is your back-end ratio. Tattoos trips to Tahiti, anything at all. Put it on a credit card. That's all back-end debt ratio. And if you eliminate all of your other debt, then you can afford more in your monthly living expense. Just contrary or opposite of that is if you've got fancy car loans, you've got fancy um, tattoo loans and pet loans, the amount of money that you have every month for your rent, your living expense to buy a house, is even less. And that's why I tell you more than anything with the conversation, the biggest takeaways that I want to share with you is that you have to focus on your budget, your limitations, and therefore you will have to spend less time worrying yourself on the interest rates because you cannot control the interest rates, but you can control your debt. Number two, and when you eliminate your debt, 
you will actually eliminate your fear of interest rates working against you. Because an increasing interest rate environment can actually be positive and should be thought of by you and I as positive. See, because an increasing interest rate environment means that your certificate of deposits, your annuities, your promissory notes, or anything that you have is going to earn at a higher potential. And also, to be sincere, if you have properties right now, like I do, fixed at 3.5%, when interest rate increases, that makes your home, to you personally, or to a potential tenant or renter, more valuable because money just became more expensive to them and it stayed steady and stable for you. And then finally, increasing interest rates can dramatically affect your debt payments. And this is huge. If you have a $10,000 credit card and you're not thinking of a way to eliminate it, you are in big trouble because that's going to come bite you in the butt when interest rates continue to increase on the prime interest rate market because that debt will now squeeze your budget tighter and tighter. So with that being said, please don't forget the seven baby steps of just getting $1,000 of an emergency reserve, paying off your debt with a debt snowball, getting three to six months of expenses and savings and reserve, investing 10 to 15% of your income into Roth IRAs and pre-tax retirements, actually have a thought about your or your children's college funding, then pay your home off early, and then, of course, build wealth and give. And as I state at the end of every single show, please, go grow and prosper. Tell somebody close to you that you love them because that's what matters in the end. Not interest rates, not budget, not even debt elimination, just your relationships. And if you've not found your passion, your calling, your purpose in life, pray to God that the Lord would lead you to it because that's what I found in you, the radio listener. Somebody that I would serve and meet every single week with the heart of a teacher. So tune in next week. We're going to have another exciting show. Please remember that in September, that first week of September, we're going to start airing my show, Jay Garvin Show, Home and Mortgage Talk, 7 p.m. on Monday nights. So stay tuned. We're going to have playing on Sundays up through September, and then through September you're going to hear us on Saturday mornings at 8 a.m. and also Monday evenings at 7 p.m. If you're just floating around here on Saturday, go over to the Expo Center. There's a Women's Expo going on all day, literally as I speak. I think it goes from 10 to 6. That is sponsored by KRDO. I'm going to have a booth there, the Jay Garvin Show, and KRDO and Churchill Mortgage is going to have one. That's up on the east side of town, just northeast of the Citadel Mall. And please go to my website at churchillcolorado.com. Sign up for my next class in September, Your Home, Your Mortgage, Your Retirement, and put your information on the right-hand side and click Send to start your next refinance or purchase transaction. I can't tell you over the years the number of people that have said, Jay, I really appreciate your show. When I went to a mortgage company to refinance, I said, what? Please remember. I own and operate a mortgage company, Garvin's Group of Churchill Mortgage, right here in Colorado Springs and throughout the whole state of Colorado. And you can trust our team at Churchill. Dave Ramsey has for 24 years. I wish you would step back from that ledge, my friend. You could 
Proceeding was a paid program on KRDO News Radio. KRDO News Radio does not confirm nor deny the validity or accuracy of the information contained in this program. And the views expressed do not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff and management of KRDO News Radio. Tell me what I know has got a reason.